Welcome to 99 Miles Per Hour with me, your host, Percy Garner, where we talk about life and sports and everything in between. I'm excited to, uh, you know, for our first episode, and I got someone special in the house for the first one, and I appreciate them coming in for the first one, you know, with me having no experience. He's trusting me to uh, to come in here and have a good time, but uh, uh, in case you're wondering, our guest is the Jamal Johnson. Uh there's a lot of Jamal Johnsons out there, but this one is the 3304-4622 now. <laughs> Jamal Johnson. We'll get into that a little later. But uh, happy to have you here, man. How you feeling? How you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. And, you know, I always like to help out my boy Purse. And we grow pretty close over these last couple months, you know, with my new career starting with you. Yeah, and we'll get into that as well. Um, Jamal, like, you know, basically I'm just going to go through and kind of get to know you as you grew up and played football and did all that stuff uh, in T County, just because I've heard about you, but I never really had the one-on-one, <clears throat> I guess, you know, experience. So uh, obviously I was older than you. We ain't going to go into how much older I am, but uh, I didn't get to watch you as much, but I did watch some of your highlights before this. So we'll get into a lot of that as well. But, um, you know, is there any uh, shout outs you wanted to, to give out, you know, to maybe a future, uh, nah, I ain't gonna say, I ain't gonna spill nothing. No, I ain't gonna say nothing. It's a shout out to my whole family, you know, and then especially Kaylee, Kaylee Switzer, you know, she's been my girlfriend for a very long time. And then, you know, we're in the right direction to, you know, yeah, it's about, the, that time, about that time, you know, absolutely. <laughs> but other than that, man, just hope everyone's doing well and staying safe and stay positive out there. Yeah. I was, uh, you know, us being, you know, fellow colleagues at Comdoc, it's it's been a little weird not having a, a lot of time together in the office. But um, I mean, how's uh, how's COVID and the being locked down treating you? I know your internet's a little uh, shady out there at Rich's house, but <laughs> yeah, you know, living out in the country of Dover, up on the hill, it's it's awesome, you know. But the internet. It's a little shaky at times, <laughs> but I get to go outside. Got We have a lot of land that we can go out and enjoy this, so get some fresh air. But other than that, I do miss being out the office, cracking jokes with Purse or <laughs> riding in the car with him and you know, talking old sports stories or tell him how I can hit his fastball <laughs> even today. <laughs> hey, you might. You might be able to test that out here. I'll, I'll wait some for my arm to get out of shape more to give you more of a chance. But um, uh, although I'm enjoying this back and forth here, we can get into, I kind of want to, you know, at least start getting to some of the questions and some of the things I'm curious about. Hopefully other people are as well. Uh, but I kind of just want to start, you know, with, uh, we're not going to go in chronological order here. I just want to get into uh, basically playing football in high school with new Philly, uh, playing for coach Dennison and, Obviously, Dover Philly, they're good programs. Um, not many people come in as a freshman and make an impact. I think maybe you, Daniel Lift, and you know maybe some people in the past were able to do that. But just talk about, I mean, how was that for you coming in and having to make an impact right away? 
And like you said, it's definitely not something that everyone does, but it was something that was definitely in the back of coach Dennison's mind. I think he realized the talent that I had and um, his, what he was going to do is probably like ease me into a position, you know, give me some plays here and there, but then uh, injury happened, you know, that, that happens to a senior back that was pretty good. And then he missed some weeks and I kind of took over the position as tailback full time. And then, you know, Dennison didn't really look back and was just like, Hey, let's, let's ride with this kid. He's, he got a high, high ceiling. And I wish I would have known that because <laughs> my, my off season training would, I were, I was always a working hard kid, but I was a basketball player too. So I did summer camp and basketball. I was working on that and I didn't get to do the time in the weight room as, as much as I probably should have knowing that I was going to be a varsity <laughs> starting tailback. So, uh, but I had my bumps and bruises, but it was definitely exciting time, a learning experience. Nice. Uh, well, that's just a good sign of a, a good program, as much as I don't like to say it, but no. <laughs> so it's a good football program. And uh, just to have someone like you uh, be able to step in for a senior, I don't know, not too many schools around here can, can say that. Um, but uh, another thing I want to talk about is just you talk about, you know, you not being in the weight room as much as you want because of basketball. You know, basketball is, is, was my favorite sport. I wasn't as good as you or anything like that, but uh, I loved basketball. But just talk about, you know, you being, what do you claim is your height? You know, what are you, 5'10", 5'11"? No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, I saw yeah. on the internet, 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, hey, I was, I'm a solid 5'5", five, five without <laughs> shoes on, solid. <laughs> All right, I like it. Not I'll, too many people go lower. I, like I, I am. I'm, I'm legit five five. I mean, I I like to wear like some suede boots that give me a couple inches that maybe look like I'm five seven. But <laughs> nice. I'm five five, and you're gonna get a mighty five five. But uh, I like it. That's the one thing I was gonna know. I mean, I was gonna say. So I never really got to see you in person, which is a shame. But or see you play in person, which is a shame. But you know, I was off playing baseball. Um, but I watched some of your highlights and, you know, I anticipated you being, you know, the, the little back that's, you know, shaking everybody and, you know, trying to avoid as much contact as possible. But uh, you didn't really run like that. I mean, uh, describe your mentality uh, as a running back and, and the new Philly Quaker offense, the fighting Quaker offense that you like to give the running backs the ball. Yeah. And that's that's what it was. I, we always Philly. Um, growing up, always had a power running game. And then I knew um, whenever I got in as a freshman that we kind of stuck to that more of a power running them. As I got older in high school, we started doing a little bit of spread. But, you know, our main focus was, hey, we're going we're, we're gonna to run the ball power. And I just I always had to have a physical mentality just to be successful. Um, and our opponent co coaches you know, like coach if, and all those, they always said like, he runs like he's six foot, 200 and something pounds. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's why a lot of people that did not get to see me play and they got to see me play for the first time. They were kind of impressed with that. Cause they thought like what you said, yeah, he's a smaller guy. He's just quick. He's just avoids contact and he doesn't go at the middle much, but that was my forte. I kind of liked it. Cause, cause I, I, I just I love the pain of it and the yeah, hitting no, no, and be, being physical, but it does wear you down as the season goes on. You definitely have to take care of yourself and um, give yourself the the right rest because you know whenever you get into a long season, even like you go into week ten and you're a guy that carries it a lot, 
you, you can feel your body and you can see how you change a little bit from the beginning of the season to the end. You know, it's just, you know, your kind of legs are worn down. We're all human. We, we get worn out and broken down a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Football's a physical game. Not that I experienced a lot of the physical contact. You know, I had a great line of scrimmage at Dover, so <laughs> I didn't really, uh, you know, I can't really, um, you know, I guess agree with how, you know, the pain and go- stuff goes on. I mean, as a sophomore, I was a receiver and I blocked a lot. But other than that, junior, senior as quarterback, I was kind of baby if we uh, take out the Maslin game. And I think I got sacked like 45 times in that game. But um, <laughs> uh, one thing I also want to talk about is just, Man, like one thing, a couple of things I didn't know. So obviously I said I watched your highlights and this year balance. And one of the things that a lot of people don't, I guess, I'm, I'm sure you never had like a young kid or one of the parents of your teammates come to you and like, Jamal, man, I love the way you finish runs. So the one thing I watched in your highlights is it seemed like every run was a touchdown. <laughs> and I know that's not true, but it's just like weird. Like the way you're able to stay up, take contact finish runs, no matter what it was. I've seen extra efforts where it looks like you're going down and you're just able to contort your body or just make it happen where you get in that end zone. I mean, what was your, you know, when you came close to the end zone, what was that mentality? It was like, I'm not getting stopped. It was just like, I'm going to go through a brick wall. I'm going to fall forward, jump, dive, spin. (laughs) I mean, I'm going to try to get that touchdown as much as possible, but that's the thing is it's just how you run and um, you, you got to have a good lean. You got to stay low. And my whole, thing was I didn't want to take the big blows. I didn't want to take the knockout blows. I didn't want to, you know, a good player to hit me on my chest or, you know, tear up my legs. So I I run with a low pad level and always had a forward lean. And I think that's why I could bounce off the tackles and, you know, stay, stay up whenever people thought I can, you know, was down, but Well, it, it just takes training too, man. It takes yeah. some ability and working hard. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Now, you know, you being, uh, you know, Ohio high school, you know, top 10 all-time rusher, that's got to feel good. And how do the, you know, you coach in tailbacks now um, at Dover, uh, which is a little weird, but we might talk about that a little later. Uh, <laughs> you being coach at Dover and, you know, coaching the running backs and obviously the offense at Dover is a little bit different than Philly and what you were, what you played with, uh, with Dennison, but um, you coaching, you know, how was that? How do, how do the players look at you? You know, you being so young and, uh, so successful when you play, do they look at you as like, Oh man, this is Jamal Johnson. I got to listen to him. Or are they like, Oh, this Jamal dude, he don't know what he's talking about. It's a different game now. You know? <laughs> no, it's definitely good to have a good resume with you. And, uh, to have the coaches that I coach with definitely back that up and say, Hey, if you, <laughs> you guys should take good advice from Jamal, cause he was, you know, one of the best to do it. Yeah. Uh, so that that is exciting, and the kids are are excited that I coach them up. And I just I, I try to just look at all the kids and see what their strengths are. I know that you know not everyone's gonna gonna run like I did and have the same stuff. Some's are gonna have a different ability and better or whatever it may be. So I just coach to to their strength. Is um, if you're a strength back and stuff, and then I say, hey, this is what this is what you do. You, your, your agility is not as good. And this is how you can improve on that to make you even a better back, but your strength and, and, uh, the way that you run your power is great. You got great pad level. You run with a good lean. And now if we can just get you to avoid some hits, you man, just imagine how deadly you can be. So you got to just figure out what's, what's right for the kids and what best fits them and don't try to get them to do something that they just can't do. And I think, um, 
that's where I strive as, is I just say, Hey man, this is where you succeed. Let's, let's work on this. Let's in the off season, let's get you better at the other things. But right now, man, let's focus on your strength. Let's, let's get you, if you're a fast kid, let's get you on the edge. And that's what you like to do. If you're a power back, let's get you up the middle, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, that's very important to know as a young kid, and obviously you do now, and as an adult, you grow and you mature, you understand not trying to do too much, whether it's yeah. not in sports or in life, you know, if you try to do too much, you're going to wear it down. It's not going to work out. So that's good advice, you know, come from Jamal to work, uh, to, you know, capitalize on your strengths. Um, I also, I, I just want to ask you about, uh, you know, and you don't have to get into the details if you don't want, yeah. but um, I'm just curious, you know, now you're coaching under Coach Ift. You know, how does, you know, Coach Dennison and Coach If compare? Where are they similar and where are they different? Um, well, they're both, you know, really, really good coaches. I mean, the best, the You're best. supposed to say that. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, no, I'm dead serious. The best in the, the best in the area. I mean, it's, it's, it's one and two. I mean, in the program speak for themselves. I mean, uh, I think Dennison, he, uh, the, where, where the difference is, I just think that he was a little more, uh, and I, I've only been around if just a few years. Now don't sugarcoat I, it. Just say what you about I, to say. I now. said, <laughs> I said, I only been around if these last few years, you know, so I heard that, you know, he kind of calmed down a little bit, but <laughs> the, where I was Dennison, um, you know, he was a little more at the, a little more energetic, a little more like hyper, like, you know, we'll get, get in you yeah. and stuff like that. And, I'm not saying it, you know, it's not like that, but if I think it's a little more laid back and kind of, you kind of, Hey, his players are like, Hey, we already know. You don't even got to tell me coach. Cause <laughs> I'm already, I already know what you demand and yeah, I don't got time to mess it up where, and then they both, how they both prepare. I think that's how they say, I mean, Dennison definitely goes the extra mile and make sure that everybody's, you know, dialed in and, prepared for their opponent and then ift is the same way i mean he's a he's a genius as well and comes up with great things and and then i think ift also where they're a little different is i mean trust is a little more i mean and uh the coaches around him Mm -hmm. and you know let's trust is like hey i got i brought you in to do this i i I trust you to do the job the best of your ability and I don't, I mean, I think Dennison does the same, but I think there's a little difference in the level. Gotcha. Well, nice. Well, <clears throat> I, l- I love to hear that, uh, you know, that the, the little tidbits, because obviously I have no, not much experience with Dennison. You know, I know he game plan for me well, you know, and I didn't like his game plans against us, but, <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, now, you know, I know you got a love for kids with, you know, our, our boss, Steve Van Horn. I know you, uh, have taken over some of his uh, kids' pra- uh, basketball practices, and uh, just talk about you know your, I guess your future in coaching and how how you uh, plan to I guess incorporate that and get deeper in the community. It seems like you want to be a part of this T County community and help out as many kids as possible. Yeah, absolutely, and that's that's the most important thing is it's the kids because I mean I was in that shoes and uh, I've always loved whenever an ex-athlete or current athlete would come, come to practice. And especially if it was like the well-known ones that you would go and wear their jerseys on Friday nights or whatever. And it's, and I remember like, you know, Tyler Doomer doing it for me, Richard Sandy lands, those guys, 
doing it for me. So I was like, who are those guys? No, I'm <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I know exactly who they are. Yeah. 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 So I, I was like, those are, those are, that's awesome. And I want to give that back to those kids and give them experience. So whenever I get to go and I get to see me changing, you know, kids's, you know, lives just by, you know, helping them, guiding them in a sport that they love and let them know like, Hey, you can be as good as you want to be. If, as long as you just put the effort in and, um, go the extra mile. And then the younger kids are just so, it's so much fun, you know, just <laughs> seeing those and then seeing kids want to, cause I think now, nowadays kids are so addicted to video games and technology and stuff. And then they miss, you know, the outdoors, like mm -hmm. backyard football games that I used to play with my buddies, pick up basketball games, all that stuff. And then whenever you get to see kids do that, that just, you know, puts a smile on my face because we need more kids to be doing that, get outside and play and, you know, get better. Yeah. I was going to say being outside and obviously I'm a, a big, you know, tech nerd and gamer and all that stuff. But when I was growing up, I wasn't as much. I was outside, you know, digging holes in fields and playing golf or playing pickup. You know, well, we we had a name for what we called the the pickup football games, but I you can't say it nowadays. <laughs> um, but basically, that's where my competitive nature like grew from. You know, and I don't know if this is right, but I feel like I I was like. I played harder in the yeah. <laughs> those type of games. Right, man. That's how that's how it was for me as well. Is like I was blessed. Uh, I had like a, no, a second family of mine, the Corns's family, which you're very yep, well yep. known of. Uh, Tyler Corns, you know, was you know some years older than me, and he was an older brother that I didn't have, and I would always go and play you know, basketball with all his, you know, older okay. friends, pick up basketball and stuff. And that's what made me so much better is I was so competitive and I wanted to play and I didn't let them take it easy on me. <laughs> I would talk trash. And then by time I, I got into eighth grade, I kept on playing with them. And then I think by like eighth grade, it was like, okay, this dude's one of the better players. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, so. it's important to have that. Like I, my brother was 10 years older than me. He didn't, I couldn't even make him take it easy on me. He was, he was definitely a little rough on me, but, uh, I mean, obviously it helped out, um, for you, uh, you know, being in this community and working at calm doc now with me, I mean, um, uh, I guess before that, you know, you just in brief, you know, describe your experience at Mount being able to play. You played early there as well, from my understanding, and uh, uh, just talk about that and then how Alliance compare, compares to the beautiful big city of Dover in New Philly. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a great, great opportunity that I got to play at Mount for a little bit. And as a freshman, I got some some good some good time and then sophomore year also and won the national championship and. I mean, we were, I was on some great teams there and just, you know, heck of a talents and, you know, Mount Union speaks for itself, even being division three. I mean, there's guys that get shots at the pros year in, year out. And you're just, you go there and you're like, man, how is this person not on a division one team? And it's just, they're off by a couple inches or a little slow on their 40 at the time, but it was definitely great. And it made me a better football player and a better man as well. And then... Alliance compared to T County. <laughs> I spent a little time in Alliance. Oh, oh my man, uh, it's definitely, definitely different. Uh, <laughs> Alliance has its characters, um, but I mean, I just 
the nicest thing in Alliance is Mount Union. <laughs> it's like, okay. you kind of, I, I got the opportunity to live off campus with some friends and stuff. And, you know, we didn't live in the best part of Alliance. Just say that. I mean, there, there was some crime there and yeah. stuff, but. You got to save money. Eh? Yeah, you got to save money. And it was like, <laughs> it was, it was a, and then it was like one of the nicer houses there. Okay. I really liked the house. I was like, I went to some of my buddies' houses that were closer to campus. And I'm like, dude, you're paying that much for this? Like. <laughs> I can understand why, because they were in a safer part and it was closer yeah, to it, campus. Yeah. But I mean, I, I like Alliance. Would I ever live there? No, no. <laughs> but you love, you came back to T County. <laughs> came back to T County because I, I, I think T County is a good, it's a good place. It's a good place to raise a family. And, um, oh, you hear that Kaylee? No, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why I came back. You know, my wife, yeah. Crystal was trying to. She wanted to go, you know, a lot of different places. And I was like, nope. Right. <laughs> we moved back to Dover. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, so far we're, we're going to be living in Dover or somewhere in T, T County. <laughs> or New Philly. <laughs> or New Philly or wherever. Uh, but uh, we haven't really decided because she's not too fan sometimes of the country as well. Uh, she wants to, you know, be in town where she can get the fastest wi-fi <laughs> ever she's like me then okay. she, that, that's that's all she that's all she wants right now then i think like just working from home definitely brought that more out of her mm. and she you know at least once a day has a comment on that and it's yeah. just like hey we can't change that can we can we move on yeah, right now because yeah. it is if we could make it work her dad obviously would have the the top of the line stuff. yeah of course of course of yeah course. but yeah. it just doesn't work out that way right yeah. now so yeah. well she works at Novogratic as well yes okay okay yeah. that's nice um <clears throat> now a little quick transition into uh that's actually, let's go back. So, you know, you're growing up. So I want to get into some, uh, some other things. Obviously we talk football a lot and we know you grew up playing football. Was that your favorite sport growing up? Actually it wasn't, it wasn't basketball was my favorite sport yeah. and I played a lot of it. I, I was on a, you know, like a national AAU team and I played and we, we traveled all over and we won a lot of games and, you know, championships. And that was I played basketball from, you know, all the way early November, all the way to June, July. Right. You know, I wow. just, I, I mean, I would play a hundred, a hundred games a year plus, you know, it's, and that was just a game that I just, I, I saw myself improve every single year, just get so much better. And that's what, that's what was fun. Because football was cool, but it was just pee wee and yeah. you know middle school. Hey, you get seven games a seven games a year. That's <laughs> yeah. it. And then yeah. pee wee, it was like I was a, 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 I had sixth grade. I was like, man, I don't think I got tackled like twice. <laughs> <laughs> just wasn't uh, you know wasn't fair competition. No, we'll put it. it, it we'll put it exactly. Yeah. Gotcha, so. gotcha. Yeah, I didn't have that that problem. I was a late bloomer. I, I wasn't good at football until my junior year. So. <laughs> But um, Them speedy feet. Yeah, we won't get into that. Oh yeah, speaking of that, you ran a what a four or five? Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't run that. But um, <laughs> uh, so growing up, obviously, you said you you know basketball was your favorite. It was my favorite as well. Um, uh, I kind of want to get into you know T County. There's not a lot of uh, black people like me and you. 
So just mm-hmm. describe how that was from you. Was that an issue at all or were you just Bro, I'm just going to tell you, man, where where I came from cuz I I didn't I wasn't born here, man. I I grew up my mom was adopted um by Mennonite. So I grew up in Mount Eaton, Ohio. For people that don't know that, uh that is that is Amish to oh, its okay. core. Okay. I mean, it's <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. <laughs> Mount Eaton, I mean, nice. I went to a school where every person there was Amish. So being black and moving to T County, I mean, I was already sticking out like a store or something. I'm light skin. I'm just saying, but I mean, I didn't, our, our whole family did. I mean, living in Mount Eaton, we wore different clothes than everybody else. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. so this was 50 shades, <laughs> we're 50 shades of black in my family. Like we got all of, we got light. That's how my family Super is. light, light skin, dark skin, super dark. We got it all, bro. <laughs> so, I'm not classified in the super dark. I'm more like milk chocolate. Yeah. You know yeah. <laughs> That's so. what I like to tell myself. But, um, okay. So it was like, when you come to T County, it was like, um, I don't want to say an upgrade, but it was like, a. Almost like a relief, sort of. Yeah, just a little because, more diverse, yes, yeah, yeah. for sure. And it, it was good, very welcoming. And then um, my mom always was just like, "Hey, you know, you got to make a name for yourself. You, you have to. I mean, we don't, we don't have the money. We don't have all that to where we're gonna come in and already have a name for ourselves. All this, this and that. You got to make a name for yourself. So that's what I did. And then, of course, whenever you're and you know, behind closer, of course, people are going to talk and do all that. But to yeah. my face, really, I mean, I was treated like a like a king. I mean, yeah. they really liked me and never never felt uncomfortable in any situation like that. But yeah, okay, okay. Well, I mean, that is one thing. Uh, we love our sports at this place, so if you're yeah. the sports, we can overlook a lot of things. Right, <laughs> absolutely. Um, but I, w- I will say with uh, my family, you said, you know, you have to make a, your mom said you have to make a name for yourself with me. You know, my mom and dad kind of already laid the 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 foundation yes. for me. They both were great. My mom would get on because I wasn't as great as basketball as she was. Mm-hmm. And then my dad, we have different builds. He's, uh, you know, he ran track in college. You know, yeah. he'll never see me on track. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, so I I got, uh, I was a little bit bigger, so, but B coming up, you know, I got the same name as my dad and my grandpa, so, you know, just talk about, was was that pressure? Well, fitness purse we're going to see on the track. I think (laughs) Dover's track's going to see you burn some rubber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to try to go out there when no one else is there, so hopefully no one sees me. Getting (laughs) You're getting a new workout equipment in the house. Uh, Yeah, the garage home gym. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) purse is going to come out of retirement. The Steelers need a quarterback. So oh wow! We can that pick type him of up. Retirement. Yeah, okay. okay. We can pick him up. Yeah, I'll I play for Mike Tomlin. Yeah, <laughs> you can just sit back there, and you and Big Ben are kind of built the same a little bit. <laughs> oh Actually, I do weigh the same as him now, but he's like eight inches taller. Yeah, but uh, no, nah, I'll be you know Neil O'Donnell's Cordell Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> you, well, I'm you guys so- don't even know about them. Are you guys old enough for that? I know Cordell Stewart, man. <laughs> um. Yeah. So yeah, actually, let's talk about that. We're both Steelers fans. Mm-hmm. How's that being in this area, being a Steelers fan? Because I well, know it's rough for me. I got an excuse though. My, yeah, my dad was, and my dad went to school with Jack Lambert, and they were winning. The Browns didn't even have a team when I started caring about football. So yeah, what's your excuse? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so basically, it's kind of the same. I mean, I uh, grew my my grandpa, my dad, 
just my uncle are all Steelers fans and my mom. And it's just like I was grown up into it. It's just. Oh, so you're both your parents were Steelers fans. Yeah. Both of them are Steelers fans. And then, um, I, it is definitely difficult sometimes cause rich, rich is a ba- big Browns fan. Uh-oh. Uh, rich, even though he coached me for the Steelers. Yeah. I played for the Peewee Steelers. Exactly. He was my coach. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He still has, Actually, I mean, he is a, a big Browns fan and he loves his Browns and stuff. But whenever the Browns and Steelers aren't playing, he'll root for the Steelers, oh, you okay. know, and in, 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 the, in the playoffs because, you know, Browns don't make the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> so, he'll, he, you know, we root, he roots for the Steelers. So that's kind of cool is like we can cheer for the same team. Oh, at this, okay. But okay. whenever it's game day, Browns versus Steelers, man, so it's, it's over. I'll <laughs> do whenever we win. He just like doesn't talk to uh, see, yeah, my parents, that's my, they might have split up for this reason, but my mom would be the type of Browns fan where she'd wear her Browns pajamas to the mall. And I'm oh. like, Mom, what are you doing? And my dad. She had, made it known. Yes. And then my dad, he had some outrageous Steelers gear that he would wear. So Did your mom have the old school Letterman jacket, Browns jacket? No, my dad had the Steelers old oh, school Letterman jacket. Yeah, that's a classic. But too. my mom had the pajamas, the old Jim Brown logo with the, mm. you know. And, yeah. So it. I, I love it. I just love it because the Browns fans, they can say a little bit, but then yeah. they're getting better. They, yeah. you know, series went 1 1 this past season, which was exciting. I actually went to both games. Oh, and the, wow. yeah, so the game in Cleveland was was fun and the you know all the incidents that happened but i just like to see a good rivalry back and it makes it makes football just so much you know more fun whenever you're like we don't know who's gonna win both teams are evenly matched and it's you know but let's be honest though i mean the steelers had yes a a no team they just had a coach now they had a defense we'll give them a defense we well we had no quarterback (laughs) yeah like and the the browns were hyped up oh my gosh we got odell Beckham. yeah and the browns loaded that team (laughs) they did and stuff that's why yeah yeah, yeah. I'm saying that uh, the Browns, they it's going to be another good season for, for for them. I think you know six and ten again for them. <laughs> That's a good season. Zero <laughs> sixteen or whatever they were. <laughs> no. But uh, watch no. all my Browns fans are going to write that down. They're going to send me, "Hey, we're betting on it." But Big Ben's oh. back, and I think playoff Steelers are coming back to help with that defense. So. Yeah. It's going to be a – if football does come back, we're going to yeah. keep it safe. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I know at Comdoc we're playing it slow. Even when, you know, Dewan lets us go back, we might not rush back because we've been doing business okay yeah. you know, from the distance. But, um, Percy making all them sales. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, he had a good week last week. <laughs> Give it up. Uh, but, Jamal, yeah, so you're you're pretty new at this. At uh, mm-hmm. Is this – so we can trans. I guess I was going to ask you about role models. Go ahead. Quick. Go who, ahead. who are your quick role models uh, from New Philly? From New Philly, quick role. They don't have to be athletes. All right. Um, so if Dave Corns was one of them. Oh, of course, yeah, man. Yeah. You know that, of course. I mean, he was just an excellent guy that, you know, just taught taught me a lot about sports and, you know, was always there. And then, of course, my mom. I just, my mom raised five, five kids. Ten. And then uh, she just worked her butt off as well. And then my stepdad, he was around a lot, and he did a lot of work, hard work, and put up with all five of us. I mean, not not eight. And that's that's what crazy is. The best thing is, is man, not not too many dudes go into a relationship with a woman that knowing that she already has five kids. You yeah. know, and he, he, none of them kids are his. So, yeah. I mean, just for him, and they've been together for. Whew, 
they just had an anniversary. I'm sorry, my numbers are messed up, but that's all good. Yeah, I mean, for a long time, I mean, he's just, been just a, as long as you know Kaylee and your yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the only one that matters. And, <laughs> and then you know, he's been a part of my life for a long time. So great guy, and I would just say, man, the, the, those three people definitely, and my grandfather, my grandfather, that um, he lives up uh, in Jackson, and he just he worked hard and set a good foundation. Was a very successful uh, businessman and. I mean, that's kind of like a footstep that it were, you know, I kind of want to follow as well. So, and that's leading into my next question. I was going to say, um, I know we didn't get through all the role models. I know I'm probably on the list, you know, but (laughs) you always first, you know, (laughs) but, um, do you real quick before we go into, you know, your potential and future calling in the career Mm -hmm. and future career was, uh, did you look up or were you too young for like C grant and, you know, Guys like that. Oh, I was I was a little too young. Obviously, I know. Were you born seen. when he was playing at Philly? Because oh yeah, I was born. Yeah, what was, was he like ninety eight? Yeah. Were you born ninety five? Ninety five. <laughs> but I wasn't around then. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, true. You know, so, Mount Eaton, Mount Eaton, baby. Yeah, I was down there <laughs> running with the Amish. Man. Yes, let's go. <laughs> I was playing baseball. I was doing it all. I would love to see a class picture. Right? Oh my goodness, bro! <laughs> and I just. Just, just to get off topic real quick, just my... I, no, we only do on-topic yeah. discussions on this podcast. <laughs> so my dad came, my real dad came to my school. He was just he was just coming to see checkups. He was like, all right, let me go see how my son's doing. He comes and sees where I'm going to school at. And he asks my mom, like, where do you have my son at right now? Like... Is this? Are you kidding me? And it it, everyone was great. I mean, people are, you know, they're so friendly. There's of nice course. and stuff. But like you said, man, I'm wearing, you know, South Pole and all this <laughs> stuff. And I mean, for those of you who don't know, South Pole is that, uh, that's balling on a budget gear back in the day. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you know, I had all that. I, I, yeah, I had the South Pole too. I had the baggy, baggy shorts that made me look like I had jeans on. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's back when jorts were in. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen jorts in a while. I had, I, I had Jordans. <laughs> I had it all. I'm dead serious. Uh, that's what's up. That's what's up. Real ones, of course, right? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. You know. Well, you know, my mom shut that down since I got into adult sizes. So I didn't know how it was. Yeah, worked. the fives. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you remember it? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I got a whole bunch of Jordans on sale in my basement. That don't mean come rush me and steal them. If you want to, you know, beg, borrow, and, and deal, we can do that. But um, anyways, <laughs> so yeah, you're, you're too young for that crowd. You know, I'm showing my age. But uh, you know, a couple of things I want before we, you know, end. Um, you know, being in, in Dover and all that stuff. I'm I'm sure the. I'm not sure about the Phillies coaching staff, but I know a couple of them go to my church. But just you know, how's your your spiritual life? You you um you know you one and one with God, or you know, or you know, yeah. I mean, are you it, where you want to be, or obviously you always want to always always want to you know grow more spiritually. And um, we ever I think a lot of people just say that, but then the the real ones definitely take the time to commit and um you know give the time back to the Lord that He deserves, of course, and then. Uh, yeah, it's, I go to New Point Church with okay. you know Switzer's family and everything. So definitely, I've Pastor lived, Mason. Yeah, yeah okay. Dwight Mason. Yeah, great, great pastor. <clears throat> always has great messages. Just a great speaker, and you know, calls it how it is. And you know, sometimes he makes you gut check yourself, and that which is good. Yeah, that's I, the I, best. That's the best. That's what you need. <laughs> and I think, I think I definitely grown 
you know, definitely over since I was, you know, in my teens, that was kind of like my grandma was always, you know, trying to get me into it more, but I was a teenage kid would much rather sleep in or, you know, do all that stuff. And then whenever I got to college, Mount Union, uh, I started to do like a little youth group, um, thing and that was very good but Nate hope he's doing well haven't talked to him in a while but he definitely you know brought it more into my life and then I grew more with my grandma like because I was still doing some school so I would do bible studies every Wednesday with her while I was finishing up school nice and then you know I would uh, spend the night up at school with her on Wednesday go to class on Thursday and then on Sundays we would all hop it in the truck and go to New Point Church and I, I obviously I want to I want to grow more and I I think this time has definitely made me you know turn to God more and trust in Him and you know read more of Scripture and you know dive more in my daily devotions and stuff and um, sometimes it takes stuff like this to happen yeah. you know this is because I, 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 I just know like this isn't a time to turn away from God this is a time to bring Him you know closer to you and you know. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a time to rely on him. A lot of times, you know, we like to have control in our lives. We like to control everything. You know, it is our lives. It's it's our lives. But um, the most important thing is once you you know you start having a relationship with him, then then you realize it's it's really his, and you gotta you know surrender. That's because you know when you're growing up, you don't know too much. You know, you're sitting there playing tic tac toe, eating candy, right? You know, trying not to fall asleep. <clears throat> Once you, you know, mature a little bit and you understand what's going on, then you start to, you really feel convicted. Like you were talking about with Pastor Mason and he hits you in the gut, you know, that's the, yeah. that's that conviction. And I, I think we all need that, but. I mean, you're, you're exactly right. And I just think, uh, one of the things that definitely that you, you, know, you considered and that you think about is whenever, you know, the pastor Dwight, he did say, he's like, Hey, some of you, some of you guys, you know, are the people that you're hanging with on Saturday night, are they the same people you're going to church with on Sunday? Like, yeah. is there a big difference in that? And I was like, man, I didn't even think about that, but uh, yeah, I mean, there is. And some, yeah. of my, some of my friends, you know, grow spiritually, but then some of them aren't. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say that they don't believe in God, but they just, they're not into, they're not into the church. They don't, yeah. you know, but um yeah, so I would say that's pretty typical. I know a lot of yeah, my friends. Absolutely, I've been involved in church for a long time, um, and, but I net I didn't really have the impact I wanted to have with uh, some of my close friends. But and then I might have impact somebody I don't know, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you know someone I've known for twenty years. I felt I probably should have a little bit more impact right. uh, uh, on them. But you know some other people look at my platform of baseball and all that and. Uh, it might make a bigger impact as opposed to my friends who have known me for all my mistakes I've made and <laughs> know me for who I really am. And <laughs> don't put me on a pedestal. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. And I even think that like youth, like small, small Bible studies are very, that that's probably my favorite thing um, mm-hmm. to, do, to do. Even like, you know, whenever it was just me and my, you know, grandma would do it on Wednesday and my grandfather would join us whenever he wasn't at his church doing something. Uh, but just, you know, getting together with the small, I, I feel like that's more beneficial. I, I think it's all beneficial, but sometimes whenever you go to the church, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I go to a big church, new point, there's, you know, a ton of people, then you hear, you hear the message and then you kind of like leave and then you kind of don't even really discuss it. Yeah. And I, it's just like, oh, well, what I, I would love to, you know, oh, purse, what was your take on that message from for Pastor sure, Dwight? Sure. Like, let me just see if we're kind of on the same page or, you know. 
Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of resources out there. And like me and my wife, we do the U version of Bible. So obviously the church I go to is first Christian church with pastor Jim Borton and uh, great guy. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he's part of the Philly program. So I don't like that part of him, but yeah. no. <laughs> no, he's awesome. But, uh, and then Jamie Blickensdurfer, who was a Dover, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually played with my brother. He was part of coaches first teams when he came down here. Mm-hmm. But, um, I would say, you know, making sure, you know, that church is church. So one thing people don't church doesn't have to be the big building, you know, the whole bunch of people, church is two people gathering, you know, going over the Bible exactly, uh, or just talking about Jesus or God. It's, it's, it's all that. And I'm a part of a, a small group and, you know, we do these, I'm not, I'm trying to spread the word of this thing called, um, um, a rooted. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if you, anyone wants detail, you can, you know, I guess hit me up on any of my socials about that. Um, but it's, it's, it's a process that is guaranteed to bring you closer to God. There's no way around it. Um, unless you obviously just don't try, but <laughs> no, absolutely. That's something that you should share with me. Yeah. And that's how I say is you just got to find the right fit for you. I think, you know, churches, there's all different types and, um, like new point, I, what I, you know, they have kind of like what you want to call before the, the concert kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you get the lights, the band and all that. And some people aren't, aren't, aren't about it. Music's too loud. That isn't what, and some people really like it. And I just say, you got to just find what's best for you. And I think it's to attract more of a younger crowd, yeah, of course. Br- bring them more in. And it obviously does. It interests me and stuff. But then I go to my grandma's church and it's, they, they do good, but it's definitely a little <laughs> different. <laughs> For sure, for sure. I, I mean, mean you you got a couple people up in the choir singing. That's, that's yeah. and that's cool. I mean, yeah. they do a great job as well. But yeah, well, I mean, I think that's where the the churches are moving toward nowadays. But um, but no, uh, I just you know I want to I guess wrap it up and say thank you for you know coming by on episode one. Uh, what is it called again? No, ninety nine mile an hour with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, just in case you guys don't know, you know. I never hit a hundred. So that's, you know, that's the title, the fastest fastball I've ever thrown. Uh, even though I tried, my cousin bet me one time, a thousand dollars. This one, I was in the minor leagues, not making anything. Bet me a thousand dollars if I would hit a hundred. And this one, I was playing for the Columbus Clippers and I tried as hard as I could. And I did not, but, uh, 99 will do. So, uh, but I do like to give Josh all the credit for that, that title. But <laughs> no, that is, that is a great, great name. I like it. And I just appreciate it. And it was awesome. But um, I guess I'll start with just saying, like, you know, a lot of the media, kids growing up, you watch all these Disney movies with the prince and the, the, you know, the princess or whatever falling in love. And it's just, you know, they never really show the hard work and the stuff you do after the fact. And uh, listen to Rob. um, Was that yesterday morning? Yeah, that was yesterday. That's COVID talking. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yesterday morning, uh, listened to his service online. Um, He he basically said the quote that I've been trying to tell a lot of my friends who are getting married and stuff now is love is not like a feeling like, oh, you know, I love this person. You know, it's it's a choice, and that that obviously direct correlates with the relationship with God because obviously. 
love is obviously not a feeling with God or he would have disowned us a long time ago because he knows right. we're going to mess up. He knows what we're going to do down the road. He knows we're going to just mess up and, uh, you know, he still chooses to love us because it's a choice. So, um, the one thing I try to make sure, you know, and I'm, I'm lucky with Krista. We, we kind of knew that early on, we got to get past the warm and fuzzies talking on the phone all the time, all that good stuff, you know, uh-huh. um, and make it to the, the real love. Um, I'm gonna call it. Uh, where you know you you know what her flaws are you know girls fart stuff like that <laughs> they do yes yeah. and uh, trust me they do <laughs> we just, do too and they still have to love us yeah, so. exactly exactly <laughs> see you Kaylee yeah, exactly. yeah. Uh, but uh, I mean that's just how it goes and the quicker you figure that out you know I think the better and the the better husband you will be in the long run yeah I mean it, the the love is a choice because. Yeah, it's whenever you have your face with, okay, this is something that I want to do right now, whatever it is. And then she says, well, could you do this for me? Or you know that she wants you to do something else other than what it is that you want to do on your agenda. And you, you decide, all right, you know, I, I'm going to do that because, because I love her. Yeah. I mean, because I'm going to do it for her and you know, it, it is a choice. And, and whenever you, whenever you find that person that you say, and I want to make that choice, every day for you that's that's where it's at <laughs> yeah and it's definitely a compromise on both ends mm-hmm. i mean obviously the saying is happy wife happy life but i mean if you have a, a strong relationship then there's you know there's sacrifices on both ends and i will say i don't know if crystal will agree but we'll have her on here later at a different <laughs> time <clears throat> i will say that i think i i choose to make the smaller sacrifices more often but the sacrifices she has made are humongous so my number my number might be higher but the volume of the sacrifice she has made is like ginormous compared oh absolutely and i just think that's just mostly like all all women i mean they just have that instinct that mother wife instinct Mm -hmm. you know all good women and I'm, you know, all women are good. <laughs> you know, there are some. That, but to, to, to another point is like, yeah, and that Kaylee's the exact same way. I mean, she would, she's, you know, my best friend. She would do anything, you know, for me. And that's why I need to hurry up with getting this process going. Cause, you sure you want to do this podcast? Yeah, no, no, absolutely. But she is... No, she, like you said, the sacrifices and everything that she just does is just definitely way next level. Yeah, the the meaning. (laughs) You're just like, oh, I can't believe he did did you. Yeah. Well, that little small thing I did, but just. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what you're supposed to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a little thing like, all right, guess I'll take out the trash. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay. Or, that's what you're supposed to do. Or like, I mean, there's been a couple of times that I've had to put my foot down. Yeah. But it's only been two times, and I think I've been with her 14 years, so. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and you just slept on the couch that night. <laughs> yeah, you got it. But, um, no, I just think it's important that everybody is aware of that because, you know, I think that's why we have a lot of uh, breakups and stuff like that, you know, uh, just because people don't realize what, what a relationship really is. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's portrayed one way, uh, but in real life, <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess you can watch, uh, I guess the notebook would be somewhat of a good 
You know, nope, I know we're all I know we're all men here. And we haven't watched that. Nope, notebooks always. Yeah, it's starting to sound. Yeah, notebooks always a classic. But we've all seen it, of course. Yeah, yeah. and the Titanic. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's the Titanic? I'm joking. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but yeah, I I definitely think how to what me and Kaylee are striving on. That's why we click. Obviously, we bump heads sometimes, but we you know, keep God in our relationship. And that's mm-hmm. the most important thing is, you know, my, my, you know, grandma always says like, Hey, you know, when you and Kaylee, just as long as you guys, you know, keep, keep God in your relationship and keep that relationship strong, then you guys can conquer anything that you want to conquer. And I, I, I truly believe that. And I know both of you guys are married. So you're way ahead of the game on yeah. me and yeah. purse. You guys go to church as well. And obviously Josh, we're at your church now. So, <laughs> I'm just saying, so you guys are doing the great things and I think you guys are both happily married as well. So yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah for sure. For <laughs> sure. For sure, man. I, I'm as happy as I can be. <laughs> uh, now I said, I might have to meet your grandma here, Jamal. <laughs> Cause yeah, my, you- my grandmother was, she was, uh, she was top notch and a lot of my, my dad woke up so early to work. My dad was a grinder. <sighs> So a lot of times I was just like, Dad, I'm uh, I'm gonna go stay with uh, Grandma, you know, so I don't have to wake up at four in the morning. <laughs> so I spent a lot of time with my grandma, and she's, uh, her and my aunt Susie were the first people that were like, "You're going to church whether you like it or not." Mm-hmm. And I was in there, you know, in their church, First Baptist Church. Where's uh, your Bible at, first? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> rest, in, <laughs> rest in peace, Chris Lowry. Yeah, it, it was it was like the model church that I, I thought I would go to for the rest of my life. You know, mm-hmm. black preacher. You know, screaming, showing a lot of passion. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the choir behind them, you know, with, I, I just, it's something about a choir. When people sing together, I just, it just gets me. So, uh, but now the church I go to, it's, a, it's, it's a little different. You know, it's predominantly white. I think, you know, I'm the only black person there. Yeah. No? You're the only <laughs> black person that's there. <laughs> um, but I learned to understand that worship and, all that is not about me. Like I'm worshiping God. I don't have to like this. It's not going to be the song that I play on my, you know, on Spotify, but, um, I've grown to like the songs now, but I know I'm, I'm praising God. So it's not about, Oh man, this song, you know, (laughs) but we have a great band. We got, um, our worship leader is Nathan Omar and he's, he's changed my mind. You know, I mean, there were great people before him, but he came and, he changed my mind. Now he I'm got like some rocking. pipes. Yeah, and, and I got and I got a you know I got his playlist that he makes nice. on Spotify. So All uh, right. you know he he shows me what songs the Sunday morning shower is that what you're jamming? Oh no 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 no! When I'm in the shower, I'm singing the R and B songs. R and B is my favorite is my favorite genre, and and the gospel. You know, Kirk Franklin, that type of stuff. You know, I don't know if that's Josh's and uh, your Jamal, uh, y'all cup of tea, but. I don't think there is it Josh, a better. What's your favorite, what's your favorite yeah. Christian band? Like, what do you like? My favorite Christian band? Yeah. Nah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say it's kind of hard. It I mean, is. I have Christian rappers I listen to, like Andy yeah. Mineo, Lecrae. Um, I listen to uh, Trip Lee. Um, another one is Tadashi. All these artists, I don't know if you guys heard of them, but y'all need to, tr- like, it will, at first you listen to them, like, this is not Christian until the lyrics come and you're like, oh, okay, dang, yeah, this is nice. And I've been listening to those guys since. 2011 that's when I kind of I guess I can share this real quick when I woke up so 20 I had been going to church and been you know having a relationship with God for a long time but then uh in 2011 something I don't know what happened I just woke up and I said you know what I'm changing my life uh I'm a I'm a cut out secular music 
Um, and, and Jamal, if you don't know what secular means, that just means, you know, anti. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to cut that out and I'm just going to focus on God. So then I was at my top peak, you know, because when you're in a relationship with God, you go through peace and valleys, just like real life relationships. And uh, I woke up this morning. I was just like, I'm changing my life. And I called my, my mom and my, my sisters because by that point, my, bat, my dad had passed already because I was in playing professional baseball. This is my second year playing professional baseball. And. My sister was like, I prayed that you wouldn't, uh, you know, get away from God, that you wouldn't join the Illuminati and all this stuff. And I was like, what? So I was like, okay, that's where it came from. My sister prayed. So maybe that's yeah, what happened. Absolutely. And um, ever since then, you know, obviously we fall. We're humans. Uh, we're not perfect. And uh, obviously playing baseball and all these sport, uh, these locker rooms I'm in. I hear, you know, Lil Wayne and all that stuff. So, you know, it gets in there. And, of course, it sounds good. So, sometimes it might find its way to my Spotify playlist. But, um. Because you got to fit in, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't be this old fart, you know. Yeah, Towards like, the end of my career, I turned into that. Even though I was only 27, 28. They're like, first he's a. Yeah, oh, first, you, you never heard of a, of a Lil Uzi or Lil. Like, I'm like, <laughs> did they just put any word after Lil and just start rapping? But no, I never heard of these dudes. So when I hear them, I'm like, oh, okay, this is nice. It's just weird to hear the music change because I grew up on Tupac and yeah. that stuff and, and, and R. Kelly. Uh, that's the last time I'm going to say his name. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and just R&B music, that's been my thing. So, um, and my dad had a different genre of music. So yeah. he was more of that, that funk. <laughs> yeah y'all don't know about that phone but um but no nah, yeah man um this was great man josh you might have to you know chip in every once in a while you know get a microphone i'm sorry I, keep, I listened to you guys the first time without talking so i just <laughs> getting used to listening to you guys talking but. Well, yeah i didn't know i was like hey should we include josh or I, so i think from now on always include josh yeah yeah, yeah. we gotta have him in there we gotta he have like there. has the experience and, and the- yeah and he knows me you know more than you know some people would so yeah my one month of experience to tell you what it's <laughs> <laughs> professional <laughs> exactly. yeah, so yeah. josh what was it like going to high school with percy Gardner? oh hell. man how about growing up with percy Gardner? <laughs> yeah, well. yeah i was gonna say we play baseball i think my when i was 12 what team did you play for in little league mm. i know it was on oh it was a uh, custom wood design yeah <laughs> <laughs> Classic <laughs> custom wood design and Coach Harmon. Yeah, that might have been when. That's probably when I first met you. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was, what, you were ten and I was eleven, or yeah, probably somewhere around there. I don't know. <laughs> or you were, yes, yeah, nine and I was ten. One of the two. That's that's crazy. I didn't know you knew me that early. Mm-hmm. Oh, because boy. I was always I was older in my class. Oh, okay. so I always ended up getting lumped up with you know you guys in your class. Uh, I hardly yeah. ever played ball with. Uh, people that I actually went to school with in my grade. Oh, maybe Josh didn't yeah. talk. He might know more than I thought. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got hit with a couple fastballs. Yeah. <laughs> Just a couple. Yeah, a couple. those uh, those sucked. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, was a little wild. I would have My whole career. <laughs> Even when I was with the Indians, no. Um, I would have gotten a batter's box. Sling the dirt around a little bit. Oh my put my gosh. hands up. Point to the fence. If at at twelve, you'd have probably been what three foot forty pounds. <laughs> no, I, actually, I was bigger than everybody too. Hey, I was the same height I am now. No, I was like, oh, you were a puberty Pete, huh? Yeah, I was. I was. I was big. <laughs> wow. I had abs, muscles, and everything. Oh my like, gosh! See, I, I was big, but I didn't have all that. You know, I didn't have armpit hair and stuff like that. <laughs> 
I like this one. Jamal was out here, huh? So you had muscles and stuff. I was, I was fit. That's why. That's why it wasn't uh, fair and 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 peewee and stuff. No, uh, that's why they had to always. I had a couple of friends like that. They always said I was like older, which I was the oldest in my class. But it, was, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't like you were Danny Almonte in the Little no. League World Series, right? <laughs> Fourteen playing with 11, 12 year olds. Yeah, I got to. Right? I forgot about that. But I'll never forget that. No. <laughs> But that's uh, what you got to do with little purse. I mean, hold him back. Oh, he's a, he can't be held back anymore. We already held him. Good. Well, good. he was early. He was been. He had just turned five and wouldn't have been eligible for kindergarten. But good. They want him to go back to preschool. And we're like, nah, he's going to kindergarten. He'll just go in there for two years. <laughs> so yeah, just hold him back. So he's one of the older ones in the in the class. And yeah, it's all about sports, man. It is. <laughs> uh, I know. Um, I was normal, like my age group, but Krista wasn't. And you said you were, so were you born in 88? 89. Oh, okay. So you yep. still were young. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nice. And you graduated 08? 08. Yep. Oh, yep. Wow. So your wife's from Dover too? She's, uh, she grew up in Philly, but she's went to school Ooh, at Central. Okay. Yeah. She's yeah. Catholic. Oh, the Saints. Yeah. Yeah. BCC. Now is, I, I think I asked you this before, Josh, is she, um, is she, have, are you guys both non-denominational has she continued with her uh catholic uh belief or you guys haven't really yeah so there's, there's a little, no, that's all good it's all good it's a little bit of a story uh so nice yeah so when i met her um actually well, and i do want to get into this with you because you how long were you with krista before you got married eight years eight years okay i was with stephanie for two or four Three months before we got engaged. Whoa. Yep. That's what yep. <laughs> he said. Yep. Oh, boy. Oh but but we were engaged for two years. Oh, okay. 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 So it was one of those things so where we equaled it out. Yeah. We were, we were older. I was, what, 23 or 24 when we met. And I, you know, I dated plenty of people and just wrong person after wrong person to wrong person. Not because they're bad people, just because we just weren't right for each other. You yeah, know, so. Yeah, absolutely. And when you finally find that right person, it's like. Okay, well, this is it then, right? And yep. she had done the same thing. We were just like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, you, most people would think you get kind of crazy asking a girl after a couple months, you want to get married? And she'd probably look at you like, no. <laughs> you, you, no, you're crazy. And Not she's, if you watch Frozen. She, she was, was like, all yeah, about it. Yeah, she was. And it wasn't like a weird, like all about it. Like we were both just, we just knew that yeah. this was what it was supposed to be. So, That's but the two years up. really helps solidify that though, you know, because- yeah. It's plenty of time for that uh, honeymoon stage to go away first, you know, right, and yeah. then you I get to the real nitty gritties of, of the relationship yeah. and the yeah. flaws of each other. Cause we've all got flaws and it's, it's all right. Yeah, for but, sure. Yeah. But yeah, so she, she's uh she was Catholic, grew up Catholic and everything. So I've been honestly, just to give you a little uh, insight, I, I just got back into coming to church uh, this year. Oh, nice. uh, it's been, I haven't gone to church regularly since, I don't know early high school, maybe late middle school, All right. but never got away from like a relationship with God, just got away from church. Yeah. So yeah. we've talked about that on the other podcast too. Mm -hmm. um, so it's been a different experience for me just trying to find my way. Um, but anyway, when I met her, so I was like, I'm going to start going to Catholic church with her, you know, my future wife. Why not? I'm not going to a church. So <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead. All right. I'm listening. Just, yeah. you know, so I did that for, I don't know. I think we did that for a couple, couple of years. And then it was like, as soon as we got married, we, we kind of just stopped going all together. So I wasn't going to church at all. She quit going to church too. And, 
um, she got real busy with work and then she started going back to school. So just one thing after the next, just, just got away from it. Once you do that, you, you know, it's kind of hard to get back. Mm -hmm. So, but luckily I, you know, I, I was real good friends with Kyle Schweitzer, who's the other guy who works on the podcast network with me. And, um, he's been going here to, uh, used to be Dover Foursquare forever. I think his whole <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah. So, uh, ever wow. since he was born and, you know, then they, they switched, uh, the branding over, they became the summit. Um, pastor Rob came in and I started, I, I knew Rob a little bit through Kyle before he was the pastor. And then I came in and listened to a couple messages and I'm like, wow, this is like, this is what I, this is what I believe. Like the way he was explaining everything. I'm like, this is, this is connecting with me. So mm -hmm. I just started getting more involved here and one thing led to the next. And now we're doing live streaming every Sunday and coming in, doing all the media work for them, all the marketing. And it's, it's a lot of fun. That's, ex that's yeah, awesome. The other podcast. I mean, we're, it's good. It's been really good. So, I mean, that's just crazy. Cause that's like, you know, you took, like you said, you took your break from church, you and your wife. And then, um, how God just works like that, man. There's a reason why he brought you back into the church, brought you here. I mean, mm -hmm. and Kyle, and then you guys got this equipment and you guys are doing great things with the podcast stuff, how popular it is nowadays. And now you guys are speaking on this, on this, on the, you know, sermon on Sunday. And it's, it's great, man. I, yeah. I think there's, you, you might not officially know why, but there's definitely going to be something that's going to hit you and you're going to say, man, that's right. I'm glad that I'm back in the church. There was a reason why I did that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. That's just how, that's how God works. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, not necessarily on our plan, you know, but Hey, in, in due time. <laughs> well, we just did a podcast actually with pastor Robin. It talks about, he was talking about destiny and how every person has a God set destiny that, that you don't change. Yeah. So you're destined for something in your life and no, nothing you do in your life changes, changes that destiny. It's just whether or not you're going to actively pursue it. So mm. you might make a wrong decision or, you know, make a bad choice or fall into, you know, some people they fall into like an addiction or whatever, but it doesn't mean your destiny has changed. It just means you took a detour. Oh, okay. And I thought, wow, that's a good way to good way to phrase that. So it's yeah. like, you know, you got a GPS and you take a wrong turn and just, it's just rerouting you back to your path to get to where you're going. Mm. But Okay. Okay. All right. Pastor yeah. Rob. Like that. <laughs> That's pretty cool. All right. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, yeah. Well, um, this has been, uh, this is, you know, I kind of like this. I might just start recording all my conversations. <laughs> Man, that's what it's all about. This one was just off the cuff too. I like yeah, that. So that's, yeah, yeah. So, nice. uh, but um, Jamal, you know, he looks like he's got some business to take care of. Oh, oh, got <laughs> customers emailing them <laughs> and left and right. Customer, hey Jamal, we need this. Hey Jamal, we need that. So uh, uh, actually, it's just you know our manager emailing me. Oh, so. throw him under the bus. We'll we'll say it's Steve. No, <laughs> but um. No, but like like I said, I appreciate having you, Josh. Appreciate you uh, doing everything you do with the uh, the next level and the get level productions. Um, <laughs> you know, hopefully I can be involved with that if I get my skills up. <laughs> yeah, I think that's gonna happen. Yeah. So. <laughs> but um, no, nah, man, this the things you're doing. You know, let me use this equipment and come over here. Good thing it's really close <laughs> to my house. <laughs> Um, uh, it's a blessing and, uh, I'm pretty sure I've, I've wanted to do a podcast for a long time. So, um, you know, hopefully, um, I can bring some information to people and 
my guest, obviously Jamal, he brought some information with him today. And whoever my next guest will be, hopefully, you know, they don't feel too intimidated to try to top Jamal. <laughs> All right. No, this was great. I appreciate it. And any time, I will always love to come back and talk. It was good. I will definitely have you back. Don't you worry. But um, until then, I got to come up with a good outro. <laughs> until then, stay safe. Stay inside. Wash your hands. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, stay safe and uh you know, don't don't do what we're doing. Now, we're, how far are we apart? Okay. That's six feet. Yeah, <laughs> okay, okay. That's, yeah, that's totally six feet. Yeah, definitely totally. six feet. But um, yeah, um, I guess you can find this on Google Play, Spotify, uh, iTunes. Uh, what else is there? Everything. <laughs> Everything. Just anywhere you you can find it. Um, and uh, of course, you can follow Jamal. What's your social, Jamal? What do you care about? Instagram, Twitter. Well, I don't have an Instagram. I don't even have a Facebook. I just do uh, Jamal. I, I just do me. Twitter. <laughs> Jamal underscore Johnson 5. That's, okay, Jamal underscore Johnson 5. Make sure you follow him there. Um, and then if you want to, you know, appear or be a guest on this podcast, you can uh, reach out to me or Josh. My Twitter is Percy Garner, <laughs> P-E-R-C-I-G-A-R-N-E-R. My Instagram is pgarner4, P-G-A-R-N-E-R-4. And, uh, yeah, Facebook is just my name. So uh, just reach out to me if you want to be on the show. I, I don't have any criteria right now. <laughs> I just want to talk about anything that's on your mind uh, and that can help people uh, as long as they if they can hear the information applied to their life. Uh, we would love to have you on. Uh, now I'm getting into my late-night voice. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, uh, again, thanks Jamal, thanks Josh, and uh, we'll see you. Peace. Thanks, guys. <laughs>